The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, continuing to serve their customers and support the economy in uncertain times. To find out more about how you can count on ComBank, visit combank.com.au forward slash coronavirus. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Thursday the 9th of April. In your squiz today, restrictions are lifted in Wuhan. Bernie Sanders pulls out as a Democrat candidate for the 2020 US election. Cyclone Harold moves on to Fiji and settling into the long weekend with Thursday lights. This is your squiz today. The city of Wuhan in China is the original epicentre of the COVID-19 outbreak. The city has now ended its two and a half months in total lockdown. Are they starting to come out the other side of the outbreak, Claire? Depends on whether you believe what China is saying, and certainly there's growing scepticism about the transparency of those numbers. When it comes to Wuhan, about 50,000 people there were infected with uh, the coronavirus. 2,500 of them died. That was about 80 percent of deaths in China so far on those reported figures. But in China, even though they're coming out of it and people have been allowed to leave their homes, there are concerns in the north of the country that residents there uh, could be infected with coronavirus and that would create a second wave of infections. So it's certainly not over yet. Back home, infectious disease experts are starting to look at the next phase of our own planning and trying to map a path to the other side for us. What's the latest here? The latest here is that they're just starting that process. So there is no plan and there is no date. Uh, When Scott Morrison and the Chief Medical Officer Brendan Murphy released the modelling, was it yesterday? Was it the day before? All the days start (laughs) blending in. It was was on Tuesday. Um, They said that really we didn't have that firm model about how this would roll out in Australia. So now that they've put those uh, social distancing measures in place and we can see the response from that and those travel bans, they'll start making some judgments about when life can start getting back to normal. But as everyone says, just settle in, we're going to be here for a while. Going through some other COVID-19 updates, the historic JobKeeper package passed Parliament yesterday, Claire. Labor ultimately supported the coalition with that legislation. It put forward some amendments, but those were defeated. Uh, Regardless, everyone was in praise of the response and said that it was necessary. And definitely historic, the $130 billion package is the largest economic bailout in Australia's history. A look overseas and New York and UK again had their highest daily death tolls, Claire. Bad days in both of those places. Uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo in New York said that uh, they are flattening the curve when it came to new cases, but certainly they're seeing high numbers of deaths there, taking their total for New York City to pass 6,000 uh, yesterday. Also, the UK have topped their worst day statistics. They recorded almost 1,000 deaths on Wednesday. And UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson remains in intensive care in a London hospital. Doctors do say that he is responding to his treatment though. Globally, we're heading towards 1.5 million cases, 87,000 deaths, but 315,000 people have recovered. Wrapping up today's COVID-19 update on a bit of a lighter note, actor Matthew McConaughey joined an aged care home to call bingo. He would definitely be my pick for a bingo caller. I, I don't mind a bit of bingo. and look, no, I don't mind a have, bit of Matthew um, McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So between us, it's like the perfect... We've got to get to that aged care home. Yeah. That's right. It's the perfect scenario. 
Over to other news now, Claire, and people are still coming to terms with the High Court's decision to uphold Cardinal Pell's appeal on his abuse charges. Witness Jay made a statement through his lawyers. He was the man who was the prime uh, witness in the case that led to Pell's conviction. And what he said is that the case doesn't define him, uh, that he's doing okay. His lawyer said that she hoped the outcome did not deter other victims of sexual assault from coming forward. And in an update on the progress of Category 5 cyclone Harold now, Claire, it's moved on from Vanuatu to make landfall in Fiji. There's not much known still about what's happened in Vanuatu and early reports from Fiji say that it has been absolutely smashed as well. They're, of course, concerned about coronavirus. Uh, Vanuatu hasn't had any cases, but Fiji has. And uh, Prime Minister Frank Bunimarama said that they really put special measures in place there to try and keep people at that social distance as they also uh, were trying to hide from that cyclone, which must have been very difficult. Harold is heading on to Tonga. Uh, It just won't stop. A quick message now from our podcast partner, ComBank. Coronavirus is causing uncertainty for many businesses. If your business has been forced to shut down or you've seen a significant decrease in revenue, you can defer your repayments on your eligible ComBank small business loans for up to six months. It's one way ComBank are continuing to serve their customers and support the economy in uncertain times. For more information, visit combank.com.au forward slash coronavirus. And in a development this morning, our time, Claire, Bernie Sanders has officially dropped out of the race to be the Democrat candidate for the 2020 election. People were wondering when that was going to happen. Joe Biden, the former vice president, had really uh, put an unassailable lead between him and Sanders. And uh, yeah, it was just a matter of time, really. But what Sanders has said in a live streamed announcement was that he couldn't in good conscience continue uh, to mount a campaign that he can't win, uh, particularly when it's going to interfere with important work uh, in this difficult hour. So that really does make Joe Biden the Democratic presumptive candidate. Uh, We'll see what they have to say about that. Trump tweeted, Sanders is out. He then invited Sanders supporters to join the Republican Party. Don't ask, don't get, I guess. (laughs) It's with great pleasure that we wrap up with Thursday Lights today. There's no squiz tomorrow or Monday because of the Easter break. We've got an eclectic mix of things that have caught our interest this week. First up, Claire is a masterclass on how to look good on a video call from fashion designer Tom Ford. It's really a thing, isn't it, at the moment? It seems impossible to get a good picture of yourself on. (laughs) I've read the tips. I don't think they're going to (laughs) help. Look, give it a try. Um, It's a little (laughs) bit reminded me of hearing your own voice back on a podcast when you see yourself on a video conference camera. But Mm -hmm. look, you get comfortable, I guess, over time. Um, Also, though, to help you get comfortable on camera, I thought a link to strategically growing out your eyebrows was a very important one to have a look at. Yes, if you're on a journey with your eyebrows, there are tips to use this time wisely. (laughs) It's in the Squiz Today email. Go forth. (laughs) 
on your reading list for the weekend is the third book in Hilary Mantel's trilogy, Bringing Up the Bodies, The Mirror and the Light. Rushed out to buy it almost as soon as it's released and it sat on my bedside table. So I'm really keen to use some time over Easter to get right into the guts of it. She is just a beautiful writer and it's an incredible story. So it's going to be time well spent, I think. Oh, I just finished reading it. I can oh. safely tell you, you'll be absolutely absorbed. It oh, was beyond excellent. Fantastic. Great. Yep. Enjoy. And one final thing, you've included a link to a recipe, a fish curry this week. The one top tip for it, though, is to get to the shops early. It's going to be a bit of a nuts day by the sounds of things when it comes to shopping and getting provisions with all of the social distancing rules that are in place in in the supermarkets. So, yeah, go early, I'd say. And what's the subject line today? Well, when I was doing my grocery shopping yesterday in the supermarket, Danny Minogue's uh, I Begin to Wonder uh, came on the in-store radio and it's been stuck in my head all day yesterday. But also there's a little bit of squeeze news on the Danny Minogue front too. Yes, we are doing an Instagram live with Danny Minogue this morning. She's having a chat with Squiz Kids host Bryce Corbett. They're going to talk about media literacy for kids, safe news listening for kids especially during this time we're pretty excited uh so you can head to our instagram at the squiz or danny's instagram she's at danny minogue at around 10 a.m today for that instagram live yeah she's a big squiz kids fan which has been a delight to discover over social media so looking forward to seeing bryce on that that's all from us have a wonderful long weekend stay inside stay safe we'll be back with you on tuesday the squiz is a free weekday email and podcast We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.